Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Yeah.
They got a uh, a couple of runs late, but they were unable to uh, get some big hits, and so the Dodgers lost last night. But anyway, phiapparel.co, check them out. Use promo code CHEFS at checkout. If you want to be part of that uh, screaming frenzy in Philadelphia and support the uh, Phillies and the playoffs, uh, it looks like they're going to move on have a chance to possibly go back to the World Series. Or the Eagles, still undefeated, playing good ball right now. Though they probably haven't played their best ball of the year. Uh, Flyers getting started up. The defending MVP, Joel Embiid, and the Sixers getting started up. James Harden's with them right now, too. So all your Philly sporting apparel needs, go check them out. PHIapparel.co, promo code CHEFS at checkout. Get yourself 15% off there. Uh, thanks, Ben, for sponsoring the show. Shout out to TP Timeless. Um, shout out to the villain, Barry Jordan, taking the week off. He'll be back in the building next week. Shout out to Sirius, getting this show scheduled for me tonight. And to Royce. Uh, Royce with uh, two shows, one at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on maybe 5 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern, I believe it is, tomorrow night. He's got a basketball show then, and he's got a basketball show on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. So uh, check out the new basketball shows here in Sport City. We got six shows now, one every day except for Saturday. Trying to maybe get that cooked up. So uh, Tuesday night's NFL front office show, Wednesday night callers cookout, Thursday night roundtable gumbo. Basketball shows on Monday and Friday, and then we got the time of Sunday morning brunch on Sundays. Um, so, real quick, the Diamondbacks are real quick. We have the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are up ten nothing on. The Denver Broncos could be a little bit worse. They've had some possessions in really positive territory and were unable to capitalize on a couple plays. But Kendarius Toney with a touchdown tonight. Uh, Travis Kelsey with a big catch. They tried to cover him with Pat Sertan uh, inside the 10-yard line, set up a touchdown from Toney, and they also have a field goal. So late in the second quarter now, the Kansas City Chiefs are leading the Denver Broncos 10 nothing in the Thursday night game on Amazon Amazon Prime. We talked a lot last night. We covered a lot of uh, topics in the Callers Cookout. So I won't repeat a lot of that, but what I will say is uh, just to kind of underscore a little bit of what we talked about. In the division series for the Dodgers, the two guys that we were going to be most prevalent in the in, in the MVP race for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts, who kind of played his way out of it in August and September, though he had a really good year, and Freddie Freeman, who had an excellent year also. Uh, those two guys combined in the division series were one for 21 
So those are your major bats. Those are your fire starters at the top of that order. And they were unable to get it done last night for the uh, Dodgers, really, in that whole series, like I said. One for 21. And the only hit there. was an infield hit. I think um, that one hit came off the bat of Freddie Freeman. So, though the Dodgers struggled with their pitching in the series, they also did not produce offensively either. So, um, that being said, you know, it's, it's it, there's a difference in, like we talked about last night, there's a difference in October baseball. And once again, the Diamondbacks got good pitching performances. They rode those four solo home runs to a victory last night. Uh, shout out to my co-host, Chandler Knight, who was unable to be here this week. Hopefully he'll be back uh, soon. Prayers to everything he's going through. Hope to have him back in the saddle again soon uh, to do roundtable gumbo with me. It's always a lot of fun when Chandler is in the building. Uh, but Chandler said that this Diamondbacks team is a lot of fun to watch, and they are. They run the bases. They hustle. Uh, they got some pop, the, the youthful, youthful exuberance. And like I said last night, they had it lined up for their aces to be able to pitch four out of five games. They didn't need them. Uh, They pitched game one and two. Brandon Fox started last night. The bullpen did the rest. And so the Diamondbacks are lined up uh, to start their pitchers at the beginning of the championship series, beginning on Monday. They will be able to trot out whichever one they want, whether it be Zach Gallon or Mel Kelly, and they'll be able to start the other one in the next game. So things are set up really nice for the Diamondbacks. I want to address something that I have been hearing over the last week or two, and the discussion has been that this playoff format is not necessarily fair in that the top two teams in each league have a five-day break between the end of the regular season and when the playoffs start. And I've heard some Braves fans and some Dodgers fans try to blame their losses this year and last on that break. And they try to say, well, the other team – you know, got to play and stay in rhythm, and we didn't and all this. So a little bit of rust. And all I'm saying is it's it's an excuse to me. Uh, because, A, you get to play at home, and, B, you get to line up your pitching. 
the way you want it for that playoff matchup. So I don't really see that being much of an excuse. I mean, I don't see it being much of a justified reason. It sounds to me like it's just more of an excuse as to why they didn't play well. Uh, the Dodgers just didn't have enough pitching. I don't care if they had gotten to play the next day or one day rest or whatever. With the with the way Kershaw pitched and the way this starting pitching performed for the Dodgers, they were not going to get this done, period. It just was not going to happen. Um, Braves pulled out game two, but they haven't played well enough to win this series either. Now, they're still in this game. It's two to one in the top of the six. So uh, Spencer Strider once again has given him a pretty good start. We'll see if he can uh, do enough to keep his team in this game, and if this vaunted Braves offense can do enough to get them out of this with a win and send this thing back to Atlanta. But this five-day rest being given as a reason for why these teams struggled. Uh, Listen, it didn't hurt the Astros. They had to buy last year as a number one seed, had it again this year as a number two seed. They took care of business in both of their division series. Uh, The more things change in baseball, there's the one constant. Uh, This Houston Astros team has been in seven straight league championship series. Uh, That's impressive by any standards. I understand people want to say the title in 17 was tainted. Well, they came back and won it again last year. Um, This is a 19, I guess, is when it was. But they want to say that that title was tainted. They did come back and do it again last year. This Houston Astros team has been a model of consistency. They did not perform as well in the regular season this year as they did last. But they have showed up in October. That was a very competitive series in Minnesota. Uh, the Twins are young and will be back. Uh, they got some young pitching. They got a lot of good young position players. I thought Edward Julian, once they put him in at second base and left him alone, really settled in. I love young Royce Lewis. Carlos Correa is going to be with this team for a while. Uh, Matt Walner is a young kid who's going to be around for a while. There are a lot of, I think Max Kepler, with what he was able to do late in the season, will be back next year. This Minnesota Twins team has a lot to be excited about. And, you know, I think they'll be the prohibited favorites in their division next year. They didn't get the result they wanted. At the end of the day, they still got some postseason experience, and they should be locked and loaded going into next season. Uh, The Detroit Tigers did take a step forward, so we'll see if they do anything in free agency and when they get their young arms back. Uh, Cleveland, if they can get Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie back. Uh, Bieber did come back late in the season, and they have a chance to be competitive 
But I think the Minnesota Twins will be clear-cut favorites going into next season in that division. But the Houston Astros get it done. We get the battle of the state of Texas in the league championships. So uh, a couple things that that really jump out at me that we will see about there's all this talk, like I said, about the five days. Well, the Texas Rangers have five days from when they wrapped up their series on Tuesday to when they will start the league championship series and the Arizona Diamondbacks have five days from when they wrapped up their series on Wednesday until when they start up on Monday as well. So, uh, this will give us a chance to get another data point to see if there's anything to that, but I I just don't believe there is. So Braves fans, Dodgers fans, uh, stop making excuses. The Braves still have a shot, though it doesn't look great. Uh, the Dodgers did not have any shot in that series against the Diamondbacks this year. They, of course, lost to the Padres last year, and the Braves lost to the Phillies last year as well. So this will be the second year in a row. Uh, for anybody that wants to say that there should not be an extra wild card team, this will be the second in a row that in the National League, uh, assuming the Braves do not come back, that the five and six seeds will play in the playoffs, uh, in the league championship series. If the Braves do come back, still the number six seed, uh, the last team to make it into the playoffs, will be one of the two representatives for the National League in their championship series. So, yeah, as as Sirius Simmons likes to say, miss me with those excuses. I want to take a quick jaunt around uh, college football. Got some big games coming up this weekend. I'm going to start in the SEC because I always like to start in the South. Uh, not a big game nationally. LSU plays Auburn. That The only significance of that, there's been a lot of history uh, behind that series from the earthquake game in 88 to the night the barn burned at Jordan Hare to uh, there's, a, there's been a lot of history in that game. And then when Alabama was down in the 90s, there was something like eight out of ten years the winner of that game went to the SEC title game. So um, there's a lot of historical significance behind LSU-Auburn. But not extremely relevant on the national scale. Uh, but there are some other games in the SEC that'll be pretty interesting, not necessarily for national title reasons, but just for sort of conference rankings. Uh, Kentucky and Missouri, uh, both teams were undefeated going into last weekend. And both of them got beat. Missouri lost at home to LSU. Kentucky went down to Georgia. A lot of people thought they were going to test them, and they got embarrassed. It was 51 or 52 to 13 in that Kentucky-Georgia game. So Kentucky and Missouri uh, hook it up tomorrow in the uh, which one can rebound game. 
And the second, whoever wins that game has an outside shot to be the second best team in the East. They both have to see Tennessee. And that's another interesting game tomorrow in Knox, in Saturday, sorry, in Knoxville. The Tennessee Volunteers, who have one loss this year, inexplicably they lost to Florida in the swamp, but that's been the case for the last 20 years. Uh, Tennessee, with their one loss, plays Texas A&M, who's coming off a loss against Alabama. They did lose to Miami earlier this year. Uh, And this is a big game for both of those teams. Tennessee has visions of being in the New Year's Six Bowl. This is a game they have to win because they still have Alabama and Georgia left on their schedule. And Texas A&M already has two losses on the season. Lost to Miami earlier this year. Lost to Alabama last week. Uh, So they play Tennessee tomorrow and Texas A&M still has to see um, LSU this year, and they have to go to Ole Miss. And Jimbo has not had a lot of success against Lane Kiffin. So uh, the winner of this game is in good shape to at least possibly have a decent season, though they have some tough opponents left. The loser of this game may be looking at a 7-5 season. So that's a pivotal game in Knoxville. Also towards the bottom of the SEC East, South Carolina and Florida play this weekend, which should be fairly interesting. Uh, Nothing else of great significance there. Going out to the ACC, a couple games. One game I'm really looking at this weekend, Miami coming off that debacle. At the end of that game, TP told you that Mario Cristobal should be fired. I can't say that I blame him on that, but Mario Cristobal uh, should have just knelt on the ball and did not. But Miami gets sort of a redemption game as they play an undefeated North Carolina team this weekend, so that should be interesting as well to see um, how my if Miami can bounce back and maybe in North Carolina's undefeated season. So that will be a lot of fun as well to watch in the ACC. Now, to me, a couple of the biggest games in the country are in the Pac-12. What a swan song this year by the Pac-12. Um, not necessarily huge national relevance, but Travis, uh, Travis Hunter should be back in the lineup for Colorado tomorrow, so we'll see that. That's a Friday night game. 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, 8 Colorado time. Uh, Tomorrow night, but then on Saturday, the highlight game of this week is a top 10 matchup between the Washington Huskies and the Oregon Ducks, there's been a lot of talk about the Washington quarterback, Michael Penix. And, you know, some are saying right now he is the favorite for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, so those two teams will hook up. It's a top ten matchup. Both teams undefeated. Uh, that will be a lot of fun to watch. On Saturday. The Washington Huskies against the Oregon Ducks. Uh, winner of that game will have an inside track to the Pac-12 championship. 
loser, not so much. But we will see another game uh, involving a Pac-12 team that I'm really interested to watch. Is USC against Notre Dame and Nick Castellanos did it again. Nick Castellanos hit two home runs last night, two more tonight. It's three to one. Uh, Philadelphia in the bottom of the sixth inning. Um, Philly hit eight, has hit eight home runs now, more than that, because you just got two from Castellanos and one from Turner. They've hit three more tonight. Phillies have hit 11 home runs in this series, the Braves have hit three. Um, Anyway, I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, USC plays Notre Dame. Notre Dame coming off that loss to Louisville. Uh, they now have two losses, kind of wait until next year for them. But we've talked about Notre Dame, uh, USC not being able to play defense. So uh, this is a must win for Notre Dame this weekend because they still have some really difficult matchups left this year. They turn around and play Utah next week. And then they have a two-week stretch in November where they play Washington and Oregon. So USC's inability to stop anybody on defense is going to be interesting to see. So USC, Notre Dame, Oregon, Washington are two games really worth uh, watching this weekend. Um, Curious to see how those turn out. Like I said, Miami, North Carolina is another game I have my eye on. And then I mentioned the games uh, in the SEC. So uh, that's kind of what's coming up in college football. Uh, college, basket, college basketball teams are reporting starting practice. Uh, so that will be getting started in the next month or so. Really looking forward to seeing uh, Caitlin Clark again from Iowa. She had a remarkable tournament run last year and just had a really good season. She's been really good for the last couple of years. LSU lost their leader and point guard in Alexis Morris, but they added Haley Van Liss, who uh, came from Louisville and had a really good season last year, All-American in the point guard position. And they added another double-double machine uh, from DePaul. So uh, add that to... Angel Reese and Flaugie Johnson and freshman of the year, uh, number one recruit in the country, Michaela Williams from from the Shreveport area, from Louisiana, with a couple of returning people like Terry Poole. We'll see what LSU offers up. And then UConn, uh, Paige, I'm not going to try to say her last name uh, right now because I can't call it. Uh, It's supposed to be healthy this year, too, so we'll see what she can do. And then what's this next crop of players look like for Don Staley? And South Carolina, what can they do? I believe South Carolina and Tennessee, and I expect Ole Miss to be improved in the SEC, so those are going to be the biggest challenges to LSU. Yeah, Notre Dame's always good. Uh, Louisville should be pretty good as well. They did get another transfer to come in to take over for Haley Van Lett at the point guard position, so... Uh, Louisville, uh, Notre Dame, UConn, and then out west, Stanford brought most of their people back as well. So uh, 
we will see what ha- and then of course Iowa. So we'll see what happens uh, in women's college basketball on the men's side. It's anybody's guess. It's starting to come unraveled for the Braves. Uh, I mentioned earlier the Braves hit 307 home runs in the regular season, uh, like 60 more than anybody else in baseball. Um, and then. Like I said, the Phillies in this series have hit 11 home runs. Nick Castellanos by himself uh, has hit 4-2 last night, 2 tonight. Uh, he might have hit another one earlier in the series, but he's out home with the Braves by himself. Braves are not really hitting the ball out of the yard. And this uh, Phillies ballpark is kind of a bandbox, and uh, Braves are having trouble generating offense, and uh, – Spencer Strider kept his team in the game, but uh, they're not scoring offensively. So, other interesting things to point out. Let's see. Six innings over. Adrian Mitchell came in and got the last out. So, we go to the seventh in Philadelphia. It's 3 1 Phillies. Um, Braves are nine outs to play with and at least two runs to make up. Uh, but you know, the Phillies have gotten to their bullpen as well. So we will see what happens with that there. I just wanted to come in, uh, Sports City, serve up a little gumbo on a Thursday night, uh, join Royce tomorrow night, and hear what he's cooking up on the uh, fantasy show. And then we will have... The time of Sunday morning brunch on Sunday. Shout out to PHI Apparel. Use promo code CHEFS at checkout. Shout out to all the rest of the chefs out there. Laissez les bons en roulet. And as Timus always says, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. We out of here. And we'll see you later tomorrow and then again on Sunday. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.